Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. Today we have two guests from the esports community joining us. Uh, would you guys like to go ahead and introduce yourselves and who you are representing? Oh, me first. I mean, we could go left, we could um, go right. <laughs> Which, so um, I'm Paul, um, Nerdcore Studios, I guess, and um, a lot more people know us for Game Nerd, but um, Game Nerd isn't the company. Game Nerd is the support platform that we run, mostly for gamers and esports and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what's what's the difference between a support platform and um, a regular gaming company? Think of it like um, Microsoft and Xbox Live. Okay. Yeah, that's like the fastest way I can get that through. Okay. So Netcore is Microsoft and GameNet is Xbox Live. Basically. So you provide like okay support services. Exactly, for a support platforms. Like, hey, I can't turn my console on. What do I do? You know that kind of stuff. Or like, hey, I need to buy a new controller because somebody smashed it. You know stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And our next guest, William Fafuri from Antrix Gaming. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and some people may know of the Antrix Playground. We have quite a couple of people there. It's similar to the game there that Paul speaks about. So you guys also provide support services yes, and a gaming platform. Yeah, because Microsoft wants, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, as always, I'm joined by Moose and Donald on the show. What's up, guys? <laughs> Moose with a nod. And uh, as you can tell, we are going, yeah, we are having a an esports-heavy episode this week. So we're just going to dive right in. We're going to ask our two guests, uh, how active is the esports community in Ghana? Because I recently saw Antrix, uh, there was a flyer, you guys, an event you have upcoming that we'll discuss later. That came across my, you know, Twitter, Twitter page, homepage. Right. I've seen a brief esports gaming thing here and there in Ghana, but I don't know if it's just like a cult of five, ten people, or is this a growing community. What say you guys? So I guess you've partially described it. It's cult status. No, not that. <laughs> you know, it's there, it's growing, but it's kind of segmented. Okay. So I guess like um, where we're directing this towards is a more unified front. Okay. Where, you know, um, someone has a tournament and it's not like the one-off thing and it strings along into like, you know, there's a division to a division to a league to a championship, you know. So that's kind of where we are going with it. It's been here for a very long time, but I don't think anyone has ever pushed it past a certain tier level to kind of like ground it into our annual calendar of events or tournaments or like kind of hedge it towards a more sustainable sort of business model okay okay yeah. so i guess maybe some of us just had to grow up and become adults and then like, <laughs> adults there look at look at the business yeah. side of it and yeah, so it's just exactly. a fun gaming exactly, exactly. Of it. okay okay that's cool uh anything you want to add to that or yeah i think he ex- he's explained it <laughs> just to like <laughs> to like all, cut yeah. out all of the years of drama and issues yeah, that has I mean, happened that's oh we like we like drama i mean is there any you know, more or less, group uh, well, like a lot has happened, and okay. I think I think like a lot of people. How do I put it? I I think up until recent time, there hasn't been um, tech specific blogs or platforms like this one. You know, yeah. Every, everybody else wants to write about sex tapes, you know, but um, <laughs> no one like no one would find. <laughs> anything related to esports scandals are something interesting like someone wants to play a tournament and you know prize money hasn't been paid or there was match fixing or stuff like that and it's happened a lot more than you think it's just it's become it's like hearing there's a Ghanaian politician that's corrupt it's like no how did that happen you know it's like it's just it's it just so much that it's almost normalized it doesn't but break like, it in yeah, yeah but it shouldn't be the case you okay. know 
yeah so that's kind of like we need to like take a huge step back and then like rethink the whole approach towards it because like it needs to be restructured from the ground up even from how players see what a tournament is let um let alone to what a sponsor sees as ass like it has to change completely from the ground up okay that's basically where we are right now okay so uh, i guess that's kind of why we're having the conversation with Andrix. and the tournament and the event that's coming up on the 21st to okay. 23rd yeah that's all leading up to that okay okay uh don't all moves any questions you guys want to throw to our guests um, yeah, so you spoke about the perception of um, mm-hmm. sponsors towards like um, gaming tournaments, right? Um, <laughs> how, like, how good how how good is it? Like, do they see it as okay? This is a video game thing. People are just going to play. Why should we invest money in it? Or is it like? So I'll give it two perspectives. Like, let's say, um, how long ago, how how long ago was it when we had Silverbird? It's like ten. No, it's like. 10 years like 7 years ago <laughs> yeah it's like so like almost well, Moose not trying to show his so age. like almost a decade ago <laughs> I would say my perception towards what sponsors think and I would say that was more of I used to think they just weren't interested or they just didn't get it or it was just but like now like almost a decade later and like I've been in that kind of space for a bit it's just it was it was kind of like the neutral enemy it was a serious lack of context. You know, it's like, hey, can you sponsor an esports tournament? And naturally, at the back of their heads, but they can't say it's like, what the hell is esports? Okay. You know, there's zero context. It's like going to the Amazon forest and then trying to pitch, um, getting paid for your tweets, you know, when the person hasn't seen, um, and what's like a microwave before. No, like, you know, like it was just that they really did not understand. So it's like, interactions i've had that have actually like broken things down it's like this is what it is it's like you know it's like someone being paid to play poker or chess you know it's not like so when they understand exactly, yeah, exactly. how they once game. they understand then the interest is peaked mm-hmm. and then you can try pitching that this is why it makes sense to put money on it because it's also a huge advertising platform which right? is what they care about exactly but that's like you need it's like a normal pitch of extra steps okay you know just because like they really didn't have any context and okay. Yeah, it's been a slow grind and that's basically what it is. Like we've just had to apply a lot of like old school grind and time and like having instead of having one or two or three meetings, you have to have six, seven, eight, nine meetings with the same people hitting <laughs> down the same points over again. Just to clear like, it hey, up. this is what they're doing in Nigeria, this is what they're doing in Kenya. It's like it's it's not just a quote unquote white person thing, you know? Over and over again. I think like gradually we've like amassed quite a bit of um a following in terms of people who want to support this not just players but also businesses and business partners that we have now so it's 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 been slow but i don't think there was any other way that we could do it okay yeah uh to kind of put you on the spot slightly uh-huh. are there companies you found a bit more receptive yes all of them some, <laughs> some that i can't mention yet okay we are still like talking about stuff but one one that I can easily talk about is um Costas um is it Costas Limited? Yeah. Yeah, it's Costas Limited. They um organize the Mobex Expo. Okay. And we've partnered up with them for two events actually, two in one. So there's the Ascension tournament happening that's being powered by by Antrix Gaming. And then we're also running NerdCon because God knows we need a con. 
Okay, when is like, uh, when is Nerdcon happening? Nerdcon is happening the same time Ascension is happening the same time Mobex is happening. Okay, so that's a two in one you were talking two about. It's okay. Like four in one. There's also bar camp. So it's like Everything. an expo in an expo in an expo in an expo. <laughs> so that's kind of, this is sort of like the, this is sort of like the battle horn cry to like try and rally everybody together. Cause this isn't just gamers, you know, it's also, uh, it's also anime fans. It's people who cosplay otakus. Um, movie freaks, all of that kind of stuff, animators, game, game devs. So we're trying to like put all these people under one roof just to make it make sense, you know, cause we're like 27 million people on the grand scale of things. It's not a lot of people, quote unquote. But, yeah. So everybody needs to kind of pull their weight onto one platform. So you see the community more or less and you interact and you engage with each other. Exactly. It's like all of the community, not just one part. That's what we're trying to do. It's like everyone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moose, Moose had a question he wanted to ask you guys. No, not necessarily a question, but... Okay, sorry. Yeah, I mean... I mean, Paul and I go a bit way back, so this... this, Yeah. We go I way mean, he alluded... He they, alluded... They, they won. He alluded to some... Because <laughs> everything that's been happening. Uh, yeah, he they alluded won. to, to oh, some man. stuff that, yeah, really reminded me of stuff we've been to. Because I do remember one time we were, we were at a conference, and I think there was someone who has a bit of clout in the tech space. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she asked, like, how is this a sport <laughs> in regards to esports? Yeah. You know, and I mean, I feel like that's a very valid question because people, sure. people, people don't get it. You know, people don't understand it. When people say esports, I mean, there are even people who actually do play video games who feel like, no, it's not a sport. It doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, my counter was, I mean, so long as there's a winner, there's a loser, and both sides, are trying to win and make the yeah. and make the other side lose. It's a competition. There's gonna be a winner. There's gonna be a loser. It's a competition. It's a sport. Do you get me? Like, I mean, there are sports in the Olympics where you can watch and not really know what's going on. Well, yeah, I mean, sports is going to the Olympics next year. By exactly. They're not. They're not particularly <laughs> like mechanistic, so to speak. Like they're just wow. But in the end, someone wins and someone loses, and that's what makes yeah. That's what makes it a sport. The competition and. I mean, she was, she, another question was that, is this, is it lucrative? And it's funny because I think the last Dota tournament had a larger prize pool than and this Wimbledon. One just broke it again. Had a larger prize pool yeah. than Wimbledon. Yeah. 32 lower right now. You know, so that's, that's something Wait, to look forward to because. That was the final winner, right? No, 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 no. It's a pool. It's a pool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like that was all the prize money and that prize money was more than all the prize money for Wimbledon. You know, so that tells you, so that tells you something. It's about interest. People are interested. People are going to pay money for this sort of thing. So that's where you, the, whether you, the sponsors should be interested in this sort of thing. Because now these are people who are of a certain demographic that maybe might fall under what a group of people you are trying to sell your stuff to or you are trying mm-hmm. to show yourself yeah. to. So it's in your best interest to try and ally with something like this. So it does make sense. I mean, there's a lot of trepidation. Like people feel like, you know, what's going on here? They like not clearly. It's just they don't understand what's going on. So that's where. But you have to understand like, it to make money out of it, you know. But you have to understand it to the point where you're confident enough to give somebody to your money. money. At it, yeah, yeah, true. But you, even you, some you, people would get to that point and they'll still feel like, yeah, but what's this? I don't, you know. Yes, but that's, that's so long as you can, right? so long as you can, you can make them confident enough to to feel that okay, if I give you this money, this is what I'm getting back. That's all you need from a sponsor, really. You just need to get a sponsor to feel that okay, if I'm I'm giving you this money for a good reason, then you've done your job. 
Easier said. Easier said, yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's a challenge right that's there. That's a right? challenge right there, yeah. Um Antrix, question for you. Uh so platforms like Twitch and YouTube Red are, are you know known for basically, you know, enabling viewers to watch games going on. How active is that or how useful is that in the Ghanaian context? Because I'm here thinking internet speed is one huge yep. worry. So for the gamers, do you even have enough speed to actually participate in online gaming and that for viewers, can I actually stream and watch in what 1080p to get a full glory and commentary I'll as let well? I'll let William take this one. I just want to say speed is not a problem, it's the yeah, cost. I was, I was okay. But I'll, but I'll let him dive into that. Speed <laughs> well, is not the issue, it's the uh, cost. I, I do hear the complaints about internet a lot often. Okay. Honestly, I mean, I don't think internet is that much of a problem in Ghana. Okay. Uh, mostly because if it's you don't even need that much speed to play, right? You d- you just need some fluidity. You need the internet to be stable, right? And the cost, as Paul said, is also like a big issue because, for example, if you're streaming a game at what 1080p, like that's a lot of data. That's probably you're burning about a, uh, one gig every hour or more, right? And if you're going to spend all your money on some of the 4G networks like MTN, Surfline, yeah. those who can provide the stability yeah. for you, yeah, then that's like a lot of money. And uh, if you look at the platforms which you can stream matches to, some of these are actually happening. Uh, there, there's been some tournaments that act- actually Antrix has streamed part of the event. Okay. Right. We've had some game nights which we stream some of the, the event live. And there are other WhatsApp groups who do these tournaments once in a while and we get quite some views, probably 70, okay. 120 on average. So the WhatsApp group is just gamers together, just coming yes. together to, exactly. to game. Okay. Yeah. However, one of the, one of the biggest challenges is the fact that even if you're streaming the data, uh, the matches, if you're streaming, uh, it's difficult to have a lot of viewers because people don't want to spend that much data. Yeah. Right. Since it's limited, just sitting behind watching you just play. Yeah. And uh, one of the other challenges, I mean, we are working on this uh, people not just listening and watching your gameplay, but actually having a voice to it. Yeah. Uh, something that makes it feel personal. Because that's the whole yeah. point of the live yeah, exactly. streaming to have people participate and all that as well. Also, so commentary and stuff. Yeah, commentary. Like, yeah. So if they are hearing those playing or they're hearing someone talking about what's going on, I mean, it edges people on more to feel like there's value in what they are listening mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. But if you're just giving them their raw footage, it's like, yeah, like what? I can info dump. It's just, I'm just, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, I think in an aspect, the internet in Ghana used to be better than it is now. In the sense that when, um, eons ago when Vodafone Broadband had a 45 CD package which was like the speed wasn't grand it takes you like a day to download like a 700 MB movie <laughs> but I had better ping online than I do now I used to hit like 90 MS on EU so like it's not the fastest internet quite stable but I pay 45 CDs for 30 days I have to wait a day for my movie I can wait you know but I can stream YouTube on 480p, you know, and I, I don't, I think on average I consumed about 100 gig a month if I tried really hard because it wasn't that fast. But life was easier, you know, because I didn't have to shovel 400 and 
99 <laughs> CDs for 20 gigabytes, you know? It, 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 you know, like, so with that, it was back then, it was easier for people to jump onto the culture, so to say, because gaming isn't cheap. I have to buy a console, then I have to buy a TV, or I have to buy a PC, then I extra need more RAM, and, and then, then I need yeah. to cool it because we live in the center of the sun, and I need, <laughs> and I need extra fans than everybody else in the world, and I need a new graphics card. And all this has to be shipped to Ghana because none of that is sold here. And then I have to come and pay for expensive internet. You know? It's a hammer, right? And then I've even added prepaid ECG. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just, it's already expensive. And this just makes it harder to connect with everyone else. Because, like, gaming has never been more social. You know? It's not just about, like, anyone buying a game now is asking themselves who else do I know is playing it? You know? Because if no one else is playing that $60 game, what? Why am I paying $60 for four hours on the campaign? And then 30 hours of random Russians telling me things that they've done with my mother. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's the online experience yeah. right now. So, if, I was going to ask, like, um, are, like, are there, is there any trend at these events? Like, as which games are more popular? Like, cause, you know, I'm inclined to believe that it's all more so sports here, yeah, like FIFA especially. There is, I would say the fighting game community is very strong. Kind of closed, but strong. You know, it's like, if you can't do a 30 hit co- combo with your eyes closed, yeah. do not speak to me kind of people, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Safe like, <laughs> that's like the fighting game community. The but f- that's the fighting game community everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, true. <laughs> or the grandmasters, huh? And then there's, I guess like, anyone that watches actual football is into FIFA, so that's like a bit more of an open community. The only thing I don't like about them is they are kind of... Um, they're not as supportive as I feel they should be. Like, if you saw someone playing FIFA, the first thing you'd say is, oh my God, this guy sucks, you know? Versus any other community, it was like, oh no, you should do this or you should do that, you should oh, do this, okay. you know? Like, that's how communities grow. And then there's the, there's the PC master race, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's like, they just enjoy letting everybody else know that they have superior frame rates and all that. But still, even them, I would say they are mostly supportive of themselves and their communities and um yeah i think that would be them there's them and then there's the fps community you know the halo guys and the call of duty guys i can't really particularly say i understand them because a lot of them are like um gunheads and war war ex people <laughs> it's like everyone i know that plays paintball is either into halo or call of duty so I guess they kind of have their own thing going. And then there's the very soft-spoken, very hidden, using male gamer tags, female community, which is here. But... Oh, really? Yes, but the fear of dick pics keeps them hiding. <laughs> you know? Like, that's there's like a huge sexism problem that probably needs to be talked about. But everybody else is busy trying to make this work, you know? You know, it's there. We want to talk about it, but it's like, let's make this work. Let's stabilize the ship. Yeah, it's, and like, then... like trying, it's like, it's not less important, but it's like, there's a really big hole here I want to plug, but I know this is going to come up next. And, you know, like, I like I only have two hands. Yeah. Right? But that's also, I feel like that's keeping not just girls out, but also underage people out. And also the elderly, I guess, out. Because I meet, like, quite a few elderly people who are, like, interested in, like, the barrier to entry which is like the people and how they react to you is also a problem i mean there's like mothers i know who want to get into gaming like it's not like yeah there's like issues that we have to deal with 
But I mean, at your age, of course, you know mothers who would want to go to gaming. But <laughs> I'm only that, 19. I that, don't know what that, you mean. That, but but that's aside. That's aside. No African job. But that's aside. Um, but you haven't really talked as well about casual games. You yes, know, like yes, casual games yes, because yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. I feel like. Like you said, the community thing is really important because you'd be surprised at how many people actually enjoy the games you play because it's different from when you were younger where it really just only spreads across maybe your neighborhood and your classroom and your school. You know, now you're finding other people. It's like Pokemon Go. Like, the community really grew before, like, the botters came in and the cheaters came in and then everything just fell apart. But, I mean, they had WhatsApp groups for the different factions, you know, for the different teams. They used to go and... Hunt and stuff. Hunt, yeah. No, I, I, I... if I said raid, it would feel bad because raids are yeah. new now. It wasn't really raids, but they felt like raids. I mean, they used to, yeah, we used to, <laughs> used to go out in groups and stuff. So, it's there. As soon as you get into it, you realize that it's there. You realize that people care about it, you know. So, it's just about growing it and actually reaching out to the people and growing the community because people people are always surprised when they see how many people are interested in the kind of stuff they are also interested yep. in. But it shouldn't be surprising. It's about finding those people. I think know? it's surprising that there are other Ghanaians. That's the... Yeah, but what? that's yeah. that's the point I'm making. Other Ghanaians, you're surprised, but you shouldn't be because you like it. So someone else probably does like it. You know, it's, it's different from, you know, back in the early 2000s, you're playing a game and you know deep down inside that you're probably the only person that's playing it like you're trying to ask around the internet isn't that you know and then you just stop you're like oh do you know about no oh do you know about no and then you just stop and you're like okay well no one does i just i just i just have to deal with these these deplorables in the chat rooms i guess because they are the only people i can (laughs) they are the only people i can share moments about this game with but yeah but Point taken. So, I feel like a lot of people also look at the games that are trending, like the games that a lot of people are playing, and then go off that as well. So it's not just like I mean, you would call those like the mainstream market, yeah. yeah. But that shouldn't take anything away from any other sort of fan base, right? It's there. Of course, FIFA will sell every year. Of course, Call of Duty sell every year. But that takes nothing away from Bloodborne or or Mm. any other RPG that would come out from Japan. You know, it's like, it won't take anything away from it. It's just, are you given... So what um, Antrix Gaming and GameNet kind of figured is no one's really there to go like, hey, this is a safe place or like, hey, everyone else is here. Like, join up over here. And then also it's like, there's no support, yeah. right? If you took, took your Xbox to Microsoft Ghana right now, there's nothing they can do for you. Yeah. Literally. The only African country I know that has Xbox support is South Africa, right? And even that's like, that's actually a bit extensive. Like, but like the whole other Africa, it's just them. Same thing for just just South Africa. Same thing for the Sony Center over here. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, that part of South Africa is almost like another part of Africa. Yeah, so it's like there was a serious <laughs> like a problem. It's either you go to town and get ripped off or yeah. wait for your or auntie. Do it yourself. Or like wait for your auntie it, yeah. to be coming back on Christmas or Easter or something Yeah, before you get your stuff. So basically, we are just left alone. 
Yeah. Yes. So right. we they help don't, ourselves, or we all actually. And I feel like that was that. that was the rallying call for something like this. You know, to reach the point where you have enough clout to actually get them to yeah. pay attention yeah. to your community. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, because um, I mean, yeah, voice. because I mean, having paid attention to it for a while, I mean, um, the the what do you call it? the southeast asian and arab community have grown so fast oh, yeah, over true. the over the last 5 years that now they're actually influencing game decisions like people are actually putting characters in games that will appeal to people over there because they know they exist so it's about making them know you exist and getting support for what you are doing true you know I mean, like, especially the fighting game community, they look at the people who play their games and then they put a character, they put a character in there that will, you know, that will make them happy. They put a character they can relate to. Hey, you have Rashid now, you know, hey, you have, you know. Yeah, and what you're saying is true, but then there's also like, you know, easier said than done. If there's support, yes, but are you actually buying the games versus piratesbay.com? I'm actually curious what Moose just said, uh, where the game, where game developers actually insert characters from regions. What do you guys? How do you guys feel about that? Is that a bit on the patronizing side, or do you feel like it helps? No, it's in terms of it's basically how game development has evolved. Yes, that's now. how games okay. are made, right? You have you are you are more reactive to the communities that you're in. Okay, a typical example: everything Destiny Two is is feedback from the Destiny One community, right? It's the same thing for Street Fighter, whether there's um, patches and then this guy got nerfed or this guy got buffed or there's a new character or there's Feedback. new levels yeah. yeah and there's a lot of games that also thrive off community generated content right because the developer can only make so many maps and they and they can only create so many game modes right yeah. so put the power back into the community's hands just moderate it but let them do what they, they want to do. And that just increases your game lifespan by possibly even years. Because people right? keep on coming up with new because stuff. Because there's always right? something new. There's always a new events. There's a new whatever. And they they also partner with all of these guys to get stuff going. They're like partnering with um, streamers on Twitch. They're partnering with people on YouTube just to get people coming back. Because you know your favorite streamer is doing something this weekend on Halo 5. Of course, you want to join in or like you want to watch. And that just increases the lifespan of your game which is basically at the points where people have done everything in the game they are done and then they put it down. That's your game lifespan span and you want to do as much as you can to expand that. Okay. And that's a lot. Whether it's you are um, doing a charity stream, you are talking to regular gamers, you are bringing out a new level that's extra content. It's like you want to do as much as you can to increase the lifespan of your game. And that's where the communities also take advantage, which is why it's important that we all get together and make noise. If we made enough noise, there'll be a conference center level in Call of Duty, you know, <laughs> where, no, this is how it happens. This is how it happens. But at the same time, we also need to understand that it needs to make business sense for these guys. So if you are not selling X amount of coffees of Call of Duty from Ghana, it makes Why? no sense to come and put right. You are a FIFA fan. Have you actually ever bought FIFA with real money, or you just go and copy the files from your friend? You know? <laughs> That's like it's never. No, gonna these happen. are important because questions. When you yeah. do that, they can't count the number of people playing or like plugging into their servers from Ghana. Un- you know? un- understood, but um, I feel what you said is true about the piracy, but a part of it is unfair because. When you think about it, current gen, piracy isn't as strong in current gen. Given, but I'm not talking just current gen. Yes, I understand. But I feel like even with current gen, there isn't that much piracy. You know, outside of maybe PC gaming. 
Yeah. So for console gaming, you realize that people are actually buying these games. FIFA sells. I mean, fine, the numbers might be small, but FIFA sells quite a lot down but here. People still and people it. play. People still pirate those games. No, current gen, you can't pirate. You can't okay, get a pirate it. copy of FIFA for PS4. But then that kind of feels like forced behavior. Yeah, it's not. If yes, but the yeah, no, they want to, they have to. They have so to, but. Really change the community. You know, you have to, you have changed the community, but you forced the community to change. But it's in their best interest to, because come time, on, at the same time, the gamer, the gamer, it's not a moral dilemma to the gamer. I just want to play the game. I don't care how I get to play the game. You know, if you can offer me a cheaper alternative to get the game to play, I'm going to go with that. There's actually a reason why people aren't pirating on uh, new generation consoles. Mostly because of their ability to play online with other people. Because they block you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you pirate, if you crack your game, like that's it. You can't they play. Have to you play can't, your room. Yeah. That's it. Uh, you, have, you have to and, play alone. Yes. yes. Yeah. And people are enjoying that aspect where they buy FIFA and then they can play online with other people. Yes. I mean, even though playing online is still coming at an extra cost. Like you have to buy PSN and you have to buy Xbox Live, you know, stuff like yes, that. Yes. Exactly. And, I've, and, and that's also another argument. Like, are they ever going to reach the point where they make like a region specific pricing? Because there are some online services that do that. They feel that, hey, okay, these people don't have as much money, so they will be given the, you know, the same Wouldn't service at a cheaper. I've never other, seen that actually. You've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, it, other it, people it, just it happens. What right? I know is there are certain regions that have extra taxes as yeah. per the region, but I, but I don't know about different I think rates, yeah. pricing. Cause no, I know. The, no, I'm, I'm not saying for games. No, I'm not saying for games. It's, for life. it's happened with, no, with oh. certain services, with certain internet. Okay, NBA, right, NBA right, right, that's right. if you want to watch. It's cheaper in certain regions than it is if you're on the street. Yes. Uh, uh, um, I think it's cheaper in Australia. Than League Pass. Yeah, League, League Pass. Pass yeah. Yes. Because they, they feel like they want to grow the community here and they know that it's different. So I guess. Like you said, you have to grow the community and then put pressure and maybe these things might come back to you as the gamers because, yeah, like you said, playing online is, it's excellent. I mean, I can still play with my best friend even if he leaves the country. So long as he takes his console is with him, so long as he's online at the same time I'm online and we've paid for all the 101 services we have to pay to, <laughs> to be able to play online. You know, we can decide, we, we, we can decide that still mates we had the last time. You know, we can decide who's the better Street Fighter player, who's the better FIFA player, who's the better 2K player, that sort of thing. So, yeah. And to what Cyril said, I mean, games are different from movies. You know, movies you watch it one time and then that's it. You don't, you're not really controlling what's happening there's more immersiveness with gaming so you really have to you have you have to do what they want you have like the line getting it wrong is far more costly for games than it is for maybe movies you know because with games you're paying you're paying a sum for it and you're playing it over and over online you you keep paying money through dlc and you know all these microtransactions and all of that so you have to listen to the community because when they leave you you're you're dry you yeah, don't have anything you don't you don't have anything so uh, games are very reactive and they have been doing this for a long time you know I know, especially for fighting games, they do this. If they see that, you know, this community is, you know, really growing, they are going to, you know, throw them a character, you know, look at maybe the best player there, buff up his favorite character yeah. just so, you know, it grows support in that area. They do that all the time. And that's what online gaming and uh, updates have allowed because in previous, in previous generations, 
of console gaming, at least, you couldn't really update your game. Yeah, you buy your CD. So you buy your CD and then you're stuck, you're stuck with it. So when they want to make a change, you have to buy a new copy of the CD. But now you have, you know, on the fly updates. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of them are a bit painful because some of them are huge and we have capped internet down here. But <laughs> I mean, you know, this is, this is what they can, this is what they can do for you. You know, the whole idea of DLC is this, this huge dilemma, uh, in FIFA concerning FIFA having to buy a dumb new CD every yeah, dumb year like $60 every single year like this is a huge issue uh, in this age where there's always DLCs and updates and patches and stuff like that yeah I mean the community these days is wondering as to why every year I mean you just change one ticket and it's like uh, the community have to buy it all over I mean I, I mean I spoke about this in a previous episode I said I'm only going to buy games in like two year increments I think so I'm if I buy 2016 myself, if I buy yeah. 2016 I'm not buying 17 I'm buying 18 but the blade of grass moves much more realistic now ooh ooh yes <laughs> but, yeah another question I have and this is I mean it's sad that we don't have like female gamers here to speak to. on their experience but then he mentioned something that I want both of them to like speak on as, as far as you know um, the experiences of female gamers that they know and the problems that they face being female gamers within the space because we know it's a very male dominated space and we know it can get really childish and I use childish as a very strong euphemism here you know mm-hmm. and it can the get cussing and yeah. the words and the insults thrown around yeah, and the behavior. it's very it's, it's very sexist behavior. Yeah. It's very sexist behavior. So, very insulting. Very sexist behavior. I will say this, and this is kind of something that we we want to talk about uh, on the panels at NerdCon, and I think you guys should get a panel there too. It would be nice. Okay, but there is a serious first problem yeah. in the community. Isn't that like a nationwide problem? It's <laughs> like there is a serious nerd slash gamer first problem. But isn't that even but can't you say there's a serious thirst problem in life? <laughs> okay, but I don't like yeah, but putting it into context, I do not see how like I'm very disappointed in my people. <laughs> Isn't it the problem probably like with the small community in that people want to be people with shared interests? So, and then when you have like majority male in the I community. Feel like it's- it's a lot of things because a lot of us are quote unquote loners. A lot of us never fit into school. A lot of us were the weirdos. A lot of us were bullied. And it comes with a lot of negative stuff that nobody really talks about, like depression, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. But even that's like one side. The people out there have the thirst issues are the nerd jocks, so to say, like the cool <laughs> ones, like the ones that have like a killer stack of six Pokemon, but still play basketball and are, and they have six packs, you know, have a social like, life. Exactly. And they, I'm not like even trying to like stereotype them or anything, but it's like just a example. Like they would definitely be the more loud and vocal ones or the ones who want to bully or pick on people. But even that, even the, the stereotypical hoodie all the time, skinny, quiet, nerd can be very nasty online sometimes. But that's, I feel like that's a symptom of a bigger problem. And the problem is some people really do take games for escapism because, you know, life sucks. The world sucks. Your parents are divorced. Da, 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 school. But I feel like that's the internet religion. in general. That's the internet in general, but it's more in especially general, yeah. in gaming because sometimes really? someone kills you in Call of Duty and you feel this was personal. It's true. You know? <laughs> no, because like, like, it's impressive if you are really in. puts everything into the game just to forget everything. That's like, okay. that's like part of why 
people become hardcore and setting like you know it's just this is how you get away from it all you know this is how you get away from life in general but i just feel like there needs to be deeper discussions around like this stuff right yeah um and again ask yourself why are girls getting into games now there's a lot more girls getting into games now have you asked yourself why are they also trying to escape what are they trying to escape from i know most of the girls i know are online with male names and male avatars because they just don't want to deal with it you know so that's just like you know it's pointing to a bigger deeper darker problem right it's not just like it's gamers online that are bad it's the reason why people came online in the first place and is following us online and that's what you need to talk about i think it's like society is reflected back onto these platforms and we need to address those the, the darkest grimiest parts of society that no one wants to talk about that you I mean, know that's your uncle and your auntie are doing you know it's like no one wants to I talk mean, everybody's about trying to escape that right you know but it's following us <laughs> well what she said is actually true uh i feel some of these things are just also a reflection of what these people actually are right and when yep. it comes into this space it's just amplified because mm-hmm. sometimes in our antrix playground community sometimes <laughs> we try to add one or two of these few female gamers and it's and then it's a problem like the moment you say hi i'm a female gamer it's like get 10 dick pics open. <laughs> in your pm uh, Not even joking. yeah like it's it's, yep. it's just crazy we have an article though on our website uh which uh, about the struggles current, of, a, current yeah, of a female yeah. gamer which has over 900 reads perhaps you could check that out yeah but more or less it's real <laughs> the struggle for female gamers is real yeah. but but paul you were saying why are we seeing there are more female gamers i mean there's i i i would like to counter that by saying there have always been female gamers but i mean they're always scared to actually show themselves like you said because it's a very you know it's a very male dominated space and it's not welcoming it's not very welcoming it's not it's not safe you know it's not safe uh, being in prison as a man like for so long and then coming out that's not dark at all yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then or or taking take a take a lady to a male prison i mean it's I mean, even, even for instance, in uh, male schools, in, in male secondary schools, right? There were times when you see maybe during visiting hours, you have one female yeah, exactly. of, of, of uh, one of the guys or something passing. It's just like that. Cause <laughs> but you, don't, you don't see so many females. <laughs> all the time so the moment you see one it's like it's but i think over the years all these interactions the one thing i've learned is once you actually start talking about it a lot of people really are not self-aware of their behaviors you know they really do not think about it like until you know you have to ask them a question like hey would you be okay if i did that to your mom or like your sister and then it just hits them like oh shit i was just sexist you know and i think it's just it's how like boys are brought up a certain way girls are brought up a certain way it's okay for a boy to go and grab a girl you know it's just we need to like yeah like some societies are very okay with that let's not even act like we don't know what we're talking about yeah Yeah. it's like so i just think it's like the discussion needs to come out and honestly outside of that it's other people and communities outside the gaming community that also need to step their things up but if you say like you said there's a test problem and the way like and the third guys problem are actually doesn't looking necessarily for, like 
come from the gaming community because okay. they don't just live in the gaming community. It's they're a reflection in other of society. Yeah. Okay. Communities. They're in their SS old school groups. They're in their church groups. They're it, in because I feel like groups. in spaces where like the males dominate, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them go like, "Oh, Charlie, like." If if the female comes to join that community, they're like they get excited, like they're they're actually happy. It's to not have even them, just a right? female problem. Yeah, you know, so then why like would they the be foreigner joins? It's when somebody you know why would they be hostile to you? Know, I wouldn't say hostile. Person? They are or inconsiderate. Like, okay. You know, it's like a white person joins and then you make a very cringy joke. You know, like you you make a very racist, cringy joke, and it's like you did not think about this for more than one second. You know, <laughs> so I think it's just like an issue of how do people deal with diversity, and we need to have those discussions. And I think it's very true. Everyone's okay making ever jokes. It's not okay. You know, everyone is um, okay saying, "Oh, he's fighting because he's a northerner, or he's loud because he's a gun, or like don't yeah. take him seriously because he's a fancy." You know, it's like it's it's not funny. It's 2017, you know? So, I just, like, all of that just hedges back into the gaming community. It's much more intense. So, do you feel... I mean, this this is a no-brainer, but do you feel like... I mean, the community should be held to much higher standards. It is. And, and by extension, like, men in our society should be held to much higher standards. But at least, wow. I think... But do you, I don't easier said. No, easier, know, easier said. said. I mean, we are yeah, just talking, but said. do you... But, do you feel that maybe the reason why they're not trying to curb these things is they feel that it would weaken the community and they don't want people to leave? That's why they. That's why these things are actually allowed to, to fester. To them, they are now actually building because I think that's what he's saying. No, I'm not talking about his community. I'm talking about the general, the general gaming community because oh, this isn't this okay. isn't a Ghana problem. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean. I guess Reddit has fixed this a bit, but go on Reddit and like last year or two yeah, years ago. There. I mean, it's there. Gamergate, Gamergate was a, was a big, big issue. It was basically about gender and diversity. The gender and diversity. It was a big issue. And then a lot of people, a lot of very well known, very well respected gamers said a lot of things that were very nasty. Were very nasty and but they shouldn't be proud of. That's kind of what Paul said. People don't usually, you don't, people make statements that they, they clearly haven't thought of or thought through for more than a second. And yes. again, when it comes to guys, the fact that it's a status quo. Many people are not going to be too keen to relinquish what they feel or perceive as his power over, I don't know, you know society. With, so, with all of this, I mean, yeah, I feel that conversation is just. We're trying as much as possible to make sure we control this, at least in the, the community space yeah. we provide. However, there's also a bit of issue that actually pushes this far, further because sometimes you realize that these people who feel there's this pressure against them also sometimes enjoy the attention, attention. and all of that, you know. Sometimes they, I don't you know, they feel... Enjoy, but yeah, I mean, given... It's a dangerous... You, think <laughs> about it. You, yeah. you, you, come to, you come to a space where there's so many male gamers, mm-hmm. right, and you're good enough and everyone's like, whoa, look at her, she can play. I mean, like, they also enjoy all of that sometimes. I mean, there's a, there was a tournament recently, a FIFA tournament, uh, at, at the Achimota Mall, and there was this girl who competed as part. As much as it was pressure, right, she also enjoyed every, like, being the only girl and everyone be like, wow, like she can pass the ball. Wow, she can tackle. You but know? here's the thing. I think you know it's, a, it's a fine line. You can enjoy 
you can enjoy attention for how well you are performing, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're eliciting exactly, negative exactly. I mean, that the male gamers throw at you. Enjoying the attention doesn't necessarily make it okay. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make it okay for the guys to actually yeah. 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 Break uh, through your boundaries you know, and do what. Sometimes a thin, a thin line between that point where you just cross without thinking about it and saying something which is very sexist and all that. Yeah, okay. But I think so, for them too. So, so I'm glad people acknowledge me other than for something other than the size of my boobs, you know? That, yeah, because like, yeah. I put in work. It is work. So that it's not about how I look at my body. It's about my intellectual input. I think yeah. a lot of girls really are looking for that because mm. a lot of people are just a pretty face, you know? And as a game, I want validation for so, your so, skills. Exactly. Yeah. So, Paul, what are some things you feel like the community need to do to fix this thing? More platforms. Because I feel like every time there's a conversation, we hit a new ceiling, right? When we have like, you know, it's like 2,000, 3,000 WhatsApp chats, messages later, <laughs> we come to a very shaky conclusion. People apologize. But then next week, somebody says something offensive again. But you know, it's like uh, you argue and then you take it to the next level, argue, take it to the next So it's like, I think we've gotten to a point where people are aware, like, hey, girls play games. Like, you know you're making progress when you are the one in charge of the WhatsApp group. And you don't have you to. You are enforce. about to defend someone, but 10 other people jump yeah. in. Yeah. And you know that, okay, people are waking up. You know, it's not just you. And then, like, the corrective agent isn't just one person. Now it's 10. Now it's 20. And this uh, person doesn't feel so attacked anymore. So they are not necessarily, look, like, waiting for a fight or looking for a fight. It's just, you just need to allow these things to come out and then just tell people like hey this is not cool you need like there's a better way and just that's how you change people you know just show them that because some people really don't know some people have never seen a healthy conversation with a female before you know i've never had a healthy distant relationship before it's just they don't know as much as some people don't know there's also those who do it deliberately those with bad habits so for those we try to enforce i mean they are trolls or sometimes there's just nothing you can do just ban the person you know there's nothing you can do there's nothing you can do put in measures measures to control it's like hey stop first chance stop second chance you know what you have to go it's like guys this is the situation you are not here to make somebody else feel unhappy just so that you can feel better about yourself okay we're all shit. Everyone's trying to be shiny shit. That's it, you know? <laughs> that's... You're trying to be shiny turds, man. Shiny, you know? Like, let's all just put it on that even... T- you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, I mean, you mentioned that more of such conversations are going to happen at the NetCon uh, yeah. conference. Yeah. So, so, um, so Netcon- let's talk a bit about the 4-in-1 event that's going to be happening. 4-in-1? Or is it two in one? Okay, so there's the Mobex Expo happening. Yes. There's the Ascension Esports Tournament happening. Yeah. There's the Nerdcon Expo happening. And then there's Bar Camp happening as well. Everything, like, everything is kind of adding towards the whole digital inclusion conversation about, you know, different aspects. So, like, in, so in the main expo, they're talking about cybersecurity and government policies and all that kind of stuff. On the Nerdcon side, we are talking about um, games development and local comics and culture and how we can uh, how we can set up things better. Supports and all that. Exactly. We have um, we have the Japanese community coming through this um, this year. Yeah, they're a bit conservative, but for good reason. But we've been able to like have some nice conversations. So oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah, so I think we might have like a Japanese masterclass. 
you know, once one step closer to downloading anime without subtitles, <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> then um, we have the Ascension Tournament going on three days. It's three days, right? Yes, three. Yes, Ascension three days. Championships. As- Ascension Championship. We have Mortal Kombat, um, FIFA, Clash Royale. I'm and forgetting. Injustice 2. In- Injustice 2. Yes, exactly. So um, it's going to be a lot happening we're even trying to add a paintball tournament and a skateboarding tournament but that was like a bit too much this year overshooting but I yeah mean, already it sounds like a pretty packed. no event. because when we started all these communities started reaching out like a paintball community reached out i didn't know there was a Ghanaian skateboarding community they reached this out this is also news as well to me. exactly there's um skate nation gh or something yeah so there's a lot of so again we created a platform a lot of people want to jump on so now we are trying to figure out okay how do we support all these communities because they're they are launching um the igda at nerdcon this uh, the okay. international game developers association we are finally getting a branch so it's like proper support proper accreditation and all that kind of stuff hopefully within next year or late this year we'll have um, certific- certification exams for Unity, which oh, is like wow. a big game. Like so, like there's a lot in the pipeline actually that we haven't been talking about because our heads have always been on the table and we're like trying to break through. But like this is kind of like announcing everything. There's a bunch of people going to announce some comics that they're working on. Some people are working on animation. Some people are working on games. So it's basically this is our Comic Con. Like this is our announcement panels, right? So hopefully this like kind of gingers everybody up to like, hey that comic that you wrote in SS and put it under your bed, dust it out, come and find an artist, come and find someone who knows how to sell this and get this done, you know? Yeah, because, like, to add, I feel like the Black Panther trailer was our last warning. You know, tell your own story. Thank or someone you. Else that was our last warning. <laughs> so I feel like this is like, we need to get stuff going because a lot of our stuff is being taken away already. I'm hearing rumors of... Anansi patents being sold to Disney and stuff like that. And like, yeah. <laughs> and this is from kind of credible sources. So I mean, can't Ghana claim Anansi like, or France claims so champagne. I'm like freaking <laughs> out low key. So like, I'm hoping everybody kind of like gears up and gets together. Cause you can't be good at telling stories and drawing and selling and market, you know, it has to be a need, yeah, you know, everybody needs to bring that thing to the table and understand this is the one thing I'm good at. I suck at this, but I can do this really well. But this guy can do this. This guy can do this. And we're all in a sinking boat. Maybe we should all plug different holes and like survive till we get to the shore, you know? That's all nerd corner. So we're trying to get as many people in this as possible, you know? Because just making this about gaming wouldn't have a big crowd. Just making this about anime wouldn't be a big crowd. Like, put it all together and hopefully we'll have something big. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, William, anything you want to add? I mean, I know there are... Uh, the tournament uh, is. I, I think you should talk about the tournaments more. Yeah, like. that's your baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Ascension Championships, yeah. which is made up of four different games, uh, we are looking at sixty-four participants for FIFA. We are looking so at. So is that is that is that is that capped? As in, do people yeah, come in play to be part of the sixty-four to help the quality level of the yeah. tournaments go up? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, we can't just have uh, random inclusion on that day because we need to plan. We need to know. Uh, the timing and how many people fit in where and all of that. Okay. So there's a limit: 64 for FIFA, 32 for MKXL, 32 for Injustice 2, and then we also ran in one for Clash Royale. Okay. This is a game that has actually been played 
by a lot of people in Ghana, similar to Clash of Clans, yeah. right? Like there's a huge community around these two games. Unfortunately, they don't they don't really come out. <laughs> they don't really come out. Um, you know, we have there's these groups, uh, minor minor groups, in which that there's people who play, right? And Antrix so far has had about two Clash Royale. Tournament. Yes. The first one was a disaster, which I don't want to talk about. No but the second one, you know, it's it's kind of funny sometimes because when you try to organize people, then there's disaster. But where you're like, okay, guys, here's the group. It's random. Whoever wants to play. Then and then you have so many people. I, I think generally in, like, people are also afraid of the pressure. Once it's formal. Once yeah, it's like. Yeah, and structure, and structure. When there's structure and formality, people are afraid. That's what I've seen. That's what the hours game is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, spontaneous. We are also <laughs> trying to maneuver certain challenges, like uh, people feeling there's some people, quote unquote, in their events, and therefore it's more or less like if no matter how hard they try, you know, they're going to go through. But yeah, everyone should come, you know, because uh, it's going to be a really huge stage, and, and in the prize even pool? yeah, in the prize pools. I mean, we're looking at. Overall, 15,000 Ghana CDs for all of these games. Um, so there's a bit of pressure sometimes, you know, that... But you'll be rewarded for it, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I and mean, then you're also creating value for other people watching. Exactly. So. And also, this is going to be streamed live. Yes, yes we'll have live streams. Also. So, and there's... It? Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, there's a bit of other ones. We're looking at TV as well. Yeah, I don't oh, know yeah, if we but, can disclose that Yeah, it's not... Like, I don't know if that, we can... It's not much. penned. Everything yeah. is not signed yet. Yeah. So... Okay. But, but you, I'd, I'd you about info when it's done. Yeah, okay. we know that's that dope. it's probably going to go to TV. And there's going to be to YouTube and then Facebook as well. Oh, that's pretty dope. So, that's yeah. pretty dope. Um, our focus, right? I mean, video games are great. We'd love to have people play. Uh, however, we are calling to more viewers. We really want to have people come and actually see what we, we're doing, right? Because uh, when we began the conversation, we talked about uh, how much sense this makes to pe- people to fund it and all of that. And most of it doesn't come from the scale of the players. I mean, to the viewers, the skill counts, but however, you know, for more of these companies to actually start footing the bill and pushing this far, we yeah. need a lot and a lot of viewers. So yeah, we are calling to the community. We know they are there. We know people play these games. So we need them to actually come out in numbers and yeah. watch and the great thing we are, we, we are doing. <laughs> yes, you got you to hook free. the people in. <laughs> yeah, literally just walk in. Just show up. Yeah, you know, just 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 show up. There's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of stuff to buy. We have people selling merchandise and t-shirts. Prints and all that. Favorite anime and games and all that kind of stuff. This is a good place to try and look for jobs as well. You know, if you're looking to be an animator, a games developer, a game tester, all of that kind of stuff, this is where you want to go. Or you're just looking for good business ideas, you know, this is where you want to go. We are setting up a, we are going to have an artist alley this year as well for local artists. You can come and sell your art, you know, you can come and get commissions to draw stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. We also have a free to play area which is also doubling as a sort of um, lounge. But basically what it is now, because games are so heavy, a lot of people copy files for each other. So we're setting up an area where you can bring your console, come and copy the game files that you don't want to pay. No, that's pretty Yeah, dope. exactly. Because some games are huge, 50 gig, 40 gig. Like, this is where you want to come get your files. If you want to come and share your files, that's also great. We'll have an anime exchange server as well. Come copy anime. If your anime 
isn't on the server, put it on. It's sort of like a community exchange thing just to get people in. And I think this year we'll also have a cosplay tournament. That's pretty dope, you know, man. Just who has the best cosplay. You know, no pressure, just, you know. Have fun with it. Exactly, just have fun. That's pretty dope. And it's a cosplay community now. Yeah. So we've helped set that up just to get people because it's very... It's not something you really think about as a Ghanaian, so it's kind of hard to get stuff done. Like Lights I want to, growing. yeah, exactly. So that's also happening as well. So it's like there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. The conversations are great all the time. There's always interesting people because that's one weird thing that you did that I thought nobody else did. Everyone else that does that is <laughs> it's not just you anymore. Yeah, exactly. This is where you find people, team up. There's a lot happening. There's a lot of there's a lot of communities under one roof. And I think the first time that we did NerdCon, I really wasn't sure was going to keep people busy. But when people who like the same thing show up, you really don't have to do anything. Like the energy talk just for hours. You know, yeah. it's like people just find stuff and do, and it's like, why are you doing this? You know, but it's just great to see people interact. You know, you like just everybody loves Batman. You see 10 people in love with Batman talking. It's weird, but it's great. You know, you meet anime people who are like talking. It's just, you know, it's just very good energy. And yeah, that's something that we're looking to protect and like spread out. Cause like this year we have like a zero harassment policy that we're really going to enforce. And I like, if you don't understand what somebody likes, just leave people to like what they like. You know, you don't have to be negative. So that's, so like NerdCon is going to be a safe place. Like that's what we are trying to do. Yeah. That sounds pretty dope. And at least on our end, uh, any promotional material you guys need sharing or, you know, getting out there yeah definitely we'll, we'll hit us it. up and we'll, i mean we'll to atw listeners those of you in accra uh we're posting the dates and all that definitely do go check it out for saturday is a great alternative event something different to do actually it's on a monday oh my and bad a tuesday and a wednesday well it shows someone you didn't read the poster <laughs> 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 no but it's a great it's a great yeah, midweek yeah, event something different to Monday yeah. to wednesday awesome yeah. awesome but, uh, ev- but everyone's on break everyone's at home no one's in school so there you go what, no, like, no excuse what else i do on a Monday no excuse right there and those having jobs this is the time like just plan when you're going to be sick <laughs> or like your leave just like time the sickness time is know? better that's all I'm saying oh man uh, guys thank you so much for coming through I mean personally it's been a very stimulating conversation in terms of like the different communities seeing or knowing what's maybe being next done maybe we'll bring the females Definitely, I like that. Next time, we should definitely, and I, maybe we could do it, make this a regular series, like touching base with the esports community, yeah, just to have yeah, regular conversation yeah. going on. Uh, for myself, Moose and Donald, have a great week. Dominate the conversation. Thank you, Moose. <laughs> Neymar, Busquets. Neymar, attack de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera de juego, balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano, se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha, chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good.